the Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. Welcome everyone out there to Divorce Demo episode 116. I'm going to leave that in there. It's like, <laughs> Those, uh, those warm-up lessons yes, did not work. Up, yeah, my lippies fell off my babies. Yes. So today we're going to talk about uh, fun times, some of the fun times we have and the fun facts we have with uh, our, our funny divorce moments. recovery. Funny moments. And there are quite a few that we're going to remember as we go on. Right now, Rachel only has two, but I'm pretty sure she's going to pick it up as we as the half like hour said, goes on. Like I said, my brain is empty right no, now. But that's, that's okay, because we can really shake it up. Okay. So, shake um, it up, baby. Shake it up, baby. One of, the, one of the funniest moments, and it was kind of sad, but funny. And I, I think I told you this, that I was used to the kids going every week. So they're here for a week, gone for a week. And it got to the point where it's like, don't you guys have to go? Isn't your week up? I love you, but you got to go. You ain't got to go home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. Yes. To someone else's house. Yes. So Sunny came. I was like, oh, Nirvana. But then I felt bad. But now I had to laugh at for myself. For a second. I said, that's some funny shit that you, that you get used to them going mm-hmm. because that's the new normal. Yeah. So. I think a lot of my funnies were like, I can't do anything but laugh. So like. To keep uh, me crying. <laughs> so some of them just like, oh, wait, I have how much money? Or, oh, wait, what do I owe? Or things, I, things are so bad that you have to laugh. Yeah. I mean, and they're I think so horrible. Now it's, it made me who I am because Again, married, my ex took care of a lot of the finances. He took care of a lot of the important things other than the children. And I kind of took on the roles of... Which is know, kind of important. Homework. I'm saying besides Hold on. The, the children. There we go. Sorry. Wow. They say podcast to listeners are... They hate when you put straws and shit, but... Hey, <laughs> Dave, don't... We don't give shit. no fucks. We don't give no fucks. <laughs> That's the other podcast. Um, but yeah, so I think... A lot of times when you're just like, oh, I don't know what else to do. Like I said, I took more of the homework, going to sports, doing that, because he worked far away. So it was like he was doing the finances and you know, house stuff and renovation, like things like that, that the house needed, ma- yep. car, maintaining the car. And now these are all things I'm like, oh, wait, but thank you. There's more than putting gas in the car? I have. Seriously. Oh, you yeah. didn't, that story. I'll tell you that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just happened yesterday. The maintenance lights was on my car. God, what, so- what's, what's that light? Oh, my God. No, it's a maintenance required. And so mm-hmm. I'm looking at the needle gauge, which I don't ever pay attention to, because why would I? Because there's a number that's usually on there. But because that was on, I pushed a button. It's like three miles. And I had like four miles to get to work. <laughs> so I three went to miles work. Three of, miles of uh, gas. gas. And so I went to work and I was like, all right, friends, I may or may not make it to the gas station. And so like I told one of my friends who was like, did you make it? Yeah, I made it. And I go, yeah, but I had to put it in neutral and like shake the car back and forth so I can get to the. But, you know, I someone what can't be responsible all the time. I'm not going to be judgy because being judgy means you can't laugh at yourself. But but that's, that's another thing, too. We have to laugh at ourselves. Yeah, because because we do some funny shit when we were going after the divorce, during the divorce. Um because you know, once again, that story that that I wasn't pretty anymore. Yeah, no one would ever want me. Did I know I was wrong? <laughs> <laughs> or you start a podcast and you I just was, you know I what? Was I'm wrong. Funny. If you don't like it, I was off. wrong. Boop boop boop. Swiping. What is it? left or 
Swipe in left. Swipe up and down. Swipe left. I don't Swipe know. left. I don't yeah, know. No. Yeah. <laughs> Your facial expressions. I didn't me. swipe. I didn't swipe. <laughs> you just said yes to everybody because yes, yes, you were just cereal, cereal dating. Cereal dating. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like cereal, cereal dating was kind of funny. Frosted flakes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Count Count Chocula. Yeah. Does Skittles have a Skittles? Cereal? Yeah. No, that's because I was tasting a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would be like what is it? Uh, Twix. No, not Twix. Um, the tricks. Tricks. Yeah, they're all a little yeah. colorful balls. Wow. <laughs> Don't touch that when you say colorful balls. Ooh, yes. Why is it so, uh, that like stop. noise stop. thing? Um, <laughs> so one of mine was, um, I think when you're so sad, you just want to fill it with anything that doesn't remind you of your past, what you're going through, that you're alone, that you're a failure. So I, I was telling David, there was a time when I was meeting a girlfriend actually for dinner because she had a date. And so she didn't want to go by herself and she wanted me to like be her wing woman. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to invite this guy that I talked to a couple times so he can meet us there. Kill two birds, one stone. I apparently asked two guys. Or maybe three birds and one stone. Two, two dudes. And so one shows up and taps me on the shoulder. And I'm like, wait. You're not the guy I thought I invited. So I'm like, oh, shit. So the, how other, you get rid of that guy? the other one is actually coming. So then I texted the guy that was on his way, said, hey, my friend's not feeling great. I'm going to go take her home. It, maybe we can meet up a different night. And I told that guy, she's not feeling great. <laughs> so I just said no to both. Because <laughs> the guy that sat next to me is definitely not the guy I thought I invited. Damn. Yeah, I had to tape my shirt because my little lettering's coming <clears> off. So I got to iron it when I get home. Um, I'm a squirrel. Sorry. Yeah, you know, you go through the most one of the most devastating things your entire life. Yeah, it's almost like spontaneous combustion. Yeah. you know, we have too much heat. Mm-hmm. Like you laugh all of a sudden because that shit is it's like this is unreal. Yeah. So sometimes the unrealness of it makes you laugh. Yeah, because yeah. this, this Cause shit is not like, real. Wait, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Um, um, again, neither one of the people that were supposed to come, I ever did. I go back to see them or meet them or whatever. It's just. I think in all of your <laughs> not thinking about divorce, you're not thinking about anything else. You're just surviving. And you're like, I'm going to go with my friend. I'm going to have dinner. I'm going to have a drink and kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> so so did your family ever laugh at you? That, that's even a, that's like a once removed laugh where you yeah. do something stupid. You go, what are you doing? Because yeah. you're like scatterbrained. Yeah. You have no clue what's going on. You are at your <clears throat> most primal, I believe. Yep. Like food, water. Bathe, mm-hmm. hopefully, because I'm sure some people don't do that too. But um, yeah, it's really like, like normally, but yeah, I mean, in general, yeah. But your, I think your priorities are different too. You're like, I just need to not feel sad, lonely. I just need to feel like I have a, a control of something. I can control the person that I'm going to go on a date with, where we're going, who we're meeting. I can control if I'm going to go out with this group of friends. I can control, you know, I'm going to go to this grocery store. The divorce hits you at so many different levels of emotion that you never know what's going to come up. One day, a text or a Facebook memory, yeah. fuck you, Facebook, um, will come up and it's, you're already having a bad day and you see like, oh, six years ago, you had a happy vacation and your marriage was great and your kids were laughing and everybody's having fun and, and boom, you had a full family and now it's <clears> like, <throat> shit, I only see my family half the time. So can, can you see the role of laughter and, and laughing at yourself 
as being a form of getting control back. Yeah, but it it can also be um, losing control. <laughs> assholery, I like to say, because when, when does when does laughter turn into assholery? <laughs> Holding my nose, As, laughing at the same time. Assholery. Yes. So <laughs> sometimes when your ex is being shitty, or sometimes when you don't, you have nothing left, and you're having to respond or co-parent with your ex, and you're just like, <clears throat> no, laughing in their face probably isn't a good idea. Laughing at them be, if they're being serious, and you're just like, <clears throat> sorry, no, sorry. I don't think so, yeah. no. And it's that's the best. <laughs> That is the best. What do, you, what do you mean? It's not what do you mean? a great way to be a human. I mean, that is, oh, that, hey. is it a great way to heal? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. But, yes. you know, laughing at someone going, <clears throat> really? Did you just say that? Okay. Well, here you go. Here you go. Or <laughs> I have a, it, it, again, I'm a nurse, but if one of my friends falls and gets hurt, I'm laughing first. Laugh first and then check on them later. And then I'm like, you okay? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, you're a fucking idiot because you fell, you know? like. Well, well, yeah, but it's almost like asking, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think a lot of times I would read a text and write a novel and then I'd delete the whole thing and be like, okay. And I'm like, ah, fuck. You know, and I I almost had to laugh my way out of being in a bad mood or Maybe he didn't mean the way it sounded in a text because there's no emotion, right? So it's correct. You know, he may have not meant to have said it and it pissed me off, but until I understand the context of what he was saying, I may have been like, nah, that's not gonna work for me today, but thanks for asking. And so I think a lot of times, or going out with your friends and laughing for the first, I can remember, I literally remember the first time laughing when my divorce was going on, going, I feel guilty for laughing, but I like the feeling. And it felt that strange, it, didn't it? Yeah, I was like, yeah. how can I be laughing when I'm in such a sad state of my existence or in my marriage or in the divorce process? Or, you know, like you had to take that freaking parenting class, which is fucking stupid, by the way. Yeah, it's got like 1960. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it almost looks like you're starting to watch like a 70s porn. Yep. You're like, yep. wait, this should not be this. It looks like there's going to be like a. Like a uh, nuclear bomb going off outside and get underneath the desk. And put Everybody your head put down. your head down. The yep. Russians are coming. Yep. But yeah, so it's, you're like, really? Or they have to explain this to people? Because a lot of it was like. Basic, basic what? stuff. Yeah. But people still use kids as pawns, though, regardless if they see the movie or not. Yeah. I've seen it. Yes. Yeah. And what I'm saying, like, that's the thing, too. <clears> like, all right. So I'm in a position in my life right now where I, like, I have to watch a movie on how to be a parent, but I was a parent before I got the divorce. Yep. But because I'm getting divorced, I have to be taught to be a parent. It is why waste. isn't this shown? Why isn't this shown when you're pregnant? Before you get married. Before you get married. Yeah. You know, like when they show the birthing video when you're having a baby, I'm like, it's a little too late. Why do you show that to teenagers? You know, making yeah. decisions or making after all, the period, after the puberty conversation. Yeah. So I feel like. You know, like you also have to fill out all the forms of like what holiday they're going to give them or how is it going to work? Is it going to be alternating? Is it going to be a 532 or a 522 or whatever the bullshit that you decide? What works best for you? And a lot of times when you go to court, that works on paper, but it doesn't work in real life. Oh, yeah. It's way different. You know, because yes, you got them every other week, but you know, this week I got the flu or something. So you may have to compromise even though you don't want to, but do you have to go call the judge and say, we're switching our week so you don't get mad? No. 
got time for that. So you know, hopefully, hopefully you're both adults to the point where you could, you can have that conversation because you're in it for the kids, not for yourself. Yeah. And you shouldn't use the kids as pawns, people. No. People. Remember, your children didn't decide to get married. Nope. You were married before you yep. got them. I mean, some people were married after, whatever. But they didn't you- decide for you to put your or receive the penis or give the penis either. Dude, we're going all yeah, dude, we're going anatomical. Deep. Receive or give the penis <laughs> like that. If you don't watch YouTube, you should because the hand gestures here get really excited. Hand jive. Hand jive. Raise up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got to <laughs> <laughs> I saw Lizzo yesterday, man. It was awesome. In a minute. Day, day, I'm going gonna, yeah. gonna to shake it, shake it. Pump you up. Pump you up. <laughs> Surprise, weren't you? <laughs> I am. I mean, usually you don't like the hip stuff because you're so fucking old. That's okay. I mean, it, it's okay. Yep. <laughs> and so, like, I can remember when I was bitter. Like, I would go out with my girlfriends and it would be shit talk. And then I was like, you know, I really don't feel all that. But because I was in a negative headspace and my friend who was maybe also going through a divorce or having relationships yet, like, that girl group of like and then i'm like you know it helped for the moment but then it was like what do i'm actually feeling i think that laughter is just as just as important as negative talk yeah even if that negative talk talk is is within Mm -hmm. or journaling you've got to get it out and i think too like a sorry about that big old gulp Mm -hmm. i got some gatorade here sponsored by gatorade Gatorade. (laughs) Um, the thirst quencher um so i think when you're in the midst, like what's the what's the saying? Misery loves company. Yep. So if you're also hanging out with someone who's miserable, say their divorce is lasting four years and yours is only a year. Now you're almost committed to that person because you went through it, but you also have to help that person maybe heal. And if you can't, you need to like say heal more. You need to put that friend in a different level. Yeah. And yeah. so I think a lot of times the things that you laughed through your divorce changed because of healing. And then the things that you laugh about now, you're like, I can't believe like I said that. That's so stupid. Yeah. Like why was I so petty or why was he so petty or that's called growth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you started level one and you get to get to level four. So you grow. So things that were funny as hell before are pretty stupid by level by. And I think, you know, I, I think divorce too is one of those big life things that, when you've healed, you also have to reevaluate where you've, where you were, where you're at, and where you're going. It's all relative. And so I try to find the humor in most things. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, you know I'm funny. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> yes. listen here, Linda. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but funny I as think, a mother. Well, I'm pretty sure I think you're a mother. Damn. Go straight. ahead. Yep. I think. My outlet is the podcast. My outlet is and was journaling to get me through it. But I felt like someone else is where I was, even if it's one step down. Mm-hmm. And if I can, because I didn't really think there was any really good guides to divorce, like the dummies guide to divorce. You know, um, if you could just help someone go, hey, tomorrow is a different day. No matter what happened today, no matter how many tears you cried, hopefully tomorrow with a little laughter, especially It'll be better. Or if you can You'll laugh at yourself, yep. laugh at yourself yep. for sending a stupid text mm-hmm. or responding out of pissed offness. I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I like to make up my own words. I think it's funner. Yes. Pissed offness. Way funner. Uh, I'm going to put that as one of the pissed markers. Offness. Yeah. So when you experience pissed off- pissed offness, you really don't want to send that text because you want to laugh later and say, "Man, yeah. 
that was a stupid text. Well, and again, because once you hit send, you can't yeah. retrieve it unless you Retake, have that special take it back. iPhone. Yeah. Ah! Yep. Call the cloud. Hey, how do I get that text message yep. back? But yeah, I think, I think the biggest parts of laughter was I can remember my daughter saying, I haven't heard that laugh in a long time. Yep. And it was a genuine, I'm going to be okay, even though tomorrow I might not. Laughter that was pure again, not and flows. flows. And because I'm that happy person, generally 98% of the time, yes, I have my moods and I'm needy sometimes and all sorts of stuff. David, don't make big yes. eyes. What? Because I see you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I was stretching them. I think I'm expected to be that person all the time. And I'm like anybody else. I have good days, bad days. I have days where I have to take a fucking sequence out of someone's eye. Yes. Yes. Um, or look at a broken tooth. A broken tooth. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know what to do with this. So um, I think I am less willing to not be in a good space because of someone else. Yeah. So and I think that is how I've grown. And I think if I can help you get in a better mood because you're going through a divorce or anything, you know, sick parents, kids being shitty or kid in trouble at school or, you know, your kid's sick or whatever. I try to do that, but I also know that I need my own space. And I think the podcast has done that for me where, like, I cannot wait to get here on Thursdays because I know no matter what I'm dealing with, there's a topic that someone else can grow yeah. from. And you, I you know, there's always somebody so else going through something worse than us. Yeah. So, you know, we have to look at it, look at it like, like in a, re- a relativity mm-hmm. method. Yeah. Because even though I shit shit, it's like, man, somebody else got it worse than me. Well, and you said that yeah. too when you've done divorce recovery, just yep. in the topic of divorce. Like, damn, man. Someone's husband had a mistress and they locked you out of the house and now the mistress is wearing your clothes and all the shit that goes. Isn't that so convenient? The same size. God. I mean, he, he has, has a type. A type. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. He has a type. Yeah. Yep. Are you mad? Hey, 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 I like you. You're kind of the same size as my wife. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so I think you have to, you can all, you can band together as a divorcee, someone going through it, but you have to put yourself on. Okay. So I'm not dealing with that. I'm dealing with this, but she had already dealt with that already because she's further in her divorce or, you know, you have to find your, your space. But if, but the, but if the both of you, of you are going to divorce same time and it gets a little squirrely, you know, you, you gotta know when to cut bait. Oh yeah. Because that person pulls you down, down the, if they're going down a rabbit hole and you feel yourself going down that same rabbit hole, yeah. You got you got to cut bait because you got to take care of yourself. You well, got to be selfish with your time, yeah. talents, and and I think that that rabbit hole too can definitely be like, well, I was there. I know how she mm-hmm. feels or how he feels, so I have to help him because I'm a carer. Like I know that's. But my... then you find yourself in quicksand too. You're both in quicksand. You're yeah. both screwed. So yeah, you're out. Take care of yourself mouse take, first. And, take care yeah. of yourself. Be selfish with your time. And most things that are shitty, it's really how you, I, I tell my kids this, I says, most situations are the same. You have grief, you have happiness, you have this, how you respond to each thing and each thing, each moment, yep. it's really on you. So like you can have the same situation, but if you're in a shitty mood and you react this way, that's not expected, yep. but you have to learn how to maneuver like I, I keep saying that but you have to learn how to deal with things so then the next time it happens it's not as s- stinging 
I've even got advice for people out there that are not getting divorced, but their friends getting divorced. Yeah. You, you have to have boundary too, because yeah. they'll suck you in. You can't identify if you've never been divorced. Yeah. All you can do is be there for them, listen to them. Oh, yeah. You, that happens a you lot. You can't I hear. give advice because you don't freaking know. Yeah. So listen more to the podcast. My friend know. is getting divorced. Yep. I'm going to hang out with her. We're going out for a, a divorce yep. night. Just be there. Just and- listen. You know, they're yep. like, well, you can party more. Well, like you're married yep. and they're going through divorce. You're like, well, this looks fun. I want to do this. But being married, I, you know, so a lot, I've heard a lot of times, you know, boundaries. Yeah. So yes. if you don't set those boundaries, you know, that really is on you. But you also need to like let the people in your life know, hey, this is this is my limit. This is what I'm doing. And that takes a lot, too, because when you're healing mm-hmm. or going through it, you're like, I don't fucking you're care. You're sucking everybody in. Hey, yeah. hey, you, you're married. Come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You're married. Come on. I'm definitely one of those people too. Like if I'm going through something, I'm silent until I feel like I'm in a space to talk about. Because if you ask, if I'm not and you ask me how I am, I'm crying. Mm. I mean, I'm done better. You're but like, you're like zero to 60. Yeah. Damn. There's no like, don't, how are you doing today? And if I'm doing bad, oh, I'm mm. sobbing. Boom. Or, you know, that's I'm okay. De- that's, I definitely that's, wear that's part my of the process too. Emotions wearing on wearing my emotion sleeve. on your sleeves is, is yeah. part of the process. Yeah. Eventually, eventually your sleeve, sleeve gets, gets a harder and drier. Well, and I think too, like, not just, not just because I was married, but just, just in my life in general, I've always been said, like, told, you're too sensitive. You're too this. You're too that. I'm like, cause I care. Mm-hmm. And when I, once I care, it's like, well, I don't want you to be sad ever, so I'm going to make you do this. I don't want you to have a bad day. You know, and that's a lot of pressure on people. Do you do, like do you find yourself less sensitive? You think yeah. since before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I you know what that is right. That's the 15 minutes not giving a fuck podcast. Oh, part. that's next. Yeah. It's like <laughs> no, that. I don't I, care. Well, Sorry, and it's thanks. not that I don't care. It's not. I'm not going to let you disrespect me. I'm not going to let you tell me that I'm. Being shitty because I've grown and won't accept it anymore. Because I feel like even like I know I have a sibling that I don't talk to. And a lot of it was always I'm trying to help her because she's she has cerebral palsy, but she has a family and, you know, she has a life and, you know, whatever. I always I never wanted to make her more upset because she already had that physical mm-hmm. You know, disability. But, and so I wanted to be happy yep. in it. And I was expected as a kid to like, take care of your sister, help your sister, take your sister, do this. Like, I always tell the story where I had to take her on my first date and I t- paid her and her friend to fucking go to the mall so I can go on a date to the movies. It's like 16 because my parents had to go out and, you know, my mom was, you know, drank. Both of my parents drank, but they, ha- they had to go out that night and they're like, well, you can only go if you take your sister. And I'm like, my whole entire yeah. life, I've been expected to take care of someone. And now? That I wasn't respe- responsible and now, for. And now? I still take care of people every day. <laughs> <laughs> but you get paid for it. I do get paid for there it. There you go. And, That's different. But I think a lot of my, my from laughter, I have learned that most situations can be fixed with laughter. And most things, if you can just see a funny spot in it, it can change your view or your negative attitude or whatever. And so, David's taking phone calls, you know. Um, my daughter. Come on, I have to send her a custom. Oh, yeah. That was pookie. Is she asking for Venmo money? Probably. <laughs> Dad, slip me a 20. Send money. I need yeah. groceries. But, yeah, so I think funny, again, funny can be used like, oh yeah, you're an asshole. You're yeah. an idiot. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> That's funny. You know, so you can get responses of being sarcastic funny or say. Oh, oh yeah. Sarcastic, so, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a that's a whole nother thing. Sar- sarcastic funny. 
really helps with healing. Yeah. It does. Funny funny's funny. Yeah. But but when you can do a little dig and yeah. be funny too, that's yeah. like two for one. And it's and you know, so I can remember like some of the times when my friends would be like, Can you believe he types this? Or I'll be like, This is what I, I don't know how to respond to this other than okay. Kay. Or a smiley face going Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure what you what you want me to say. That's not going to piss you off, but that's not going to make me more mad. So you yeah. know, <laughs> I, yeah. I think. Sar- sarcastic funny is is the echelon of yeah. funny. And if you're good at it, oh. I mean, it's a it's a gift. Good. Me too. Oh man. Oh. oh. Mine is you yeah, know, like they're like, right. wait, what? I'm like, right now, is the, right now, I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I remember some sarcastic shit I did. Yeah. Not, not really proud of, but it was freaking good. It helped you heal. Uh, yes, that, yes. And now you can laugh at how it, stupid you were, and it but helps it was you, fun. And it helps you create boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a big deal for me because I've always I've always been that person. I felt like people could rely on me, but I never set boundaries. So I almost felt like a, I did feel like a doormat. Mm-hmm. So it was like, hey, I have this. Or, hey, can you do this? And I wouldn't say no because I didn't want to disappoint anybody, but I was disappointing myself. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. I, I definitely overscheduled. I over, I over accepted. I overcompensated. I over, I don't know. I over. That's part of the process too. Yeah. That you overdo it. Yeah. yeah. And like people, like people like ask me, so what's going on? I'm like, oh, I'm getting divorced. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, but I'm good. Like, so let's not talk about it. And like, mm-hmm. but then it'd be like, well, I was divorced. And I'm like, oh, really? Or like, you and know, you're like, psh, psh. And so you're like, okay, yeah. I don't really want to talk about your divorce. I don't want to yeah. talk about my divorce. Or your friend's divorce, your sister's divorce. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Yeah. So give people boundaries. When they cross those boundaries, you got to tell them, say, hey, I'm not in the mood for that today. Well, but uh, but I, thank you for trying to help me. Yeah. And one of my friends, I remember getting a text from her. She goes, I'm getting divorced. We have, we still live together. You know, this is what we're doing. We're trying to coexist until one of us can move out or find something or figure out what we're doing. And I just need my friends to not ask me. Yeah. But. She set up boundaries up first. That's awesome. And then she's like, but if I reach out, please know that I'm, I actually do need you to come check on me or whatever, you know? So, so it was like, she set the stage. Here's what I need from you. Here's what I need from you. And here's what we're going to give you. You Mm -hmm. know? So as a group of friends, we're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to be there for you. And, you know. Because I had that, I told you, I have my friend who like would just, there would be a protein shake. She's like, you need to eat. I'm like, my stomach hurts. My head hurts. Like, and I think that was part of it too. Like a constant, like something hurts because my heart hurt, you know? So, and then laughter going, did you eat your shake? No. Yeah. Eat your shake. Hold it up to me. I don't want it. Okay. Well, you know, so, so like just a little funny. freaking kid. Yeah. So I think when you, and when you're going through that, try to find the funny because, of course, divorce is not funny. Nope. It is not a funny thing. But you have to find the funny in order to get through it. But if you live in the negative, it's, yep. it It'll can be, suck you in. Yeah, it can take a lot longer to yeah. heal and you know take find a, take find, the time to laugh at yourself. Yeah, yeah, give yeah. yourself grace. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you know, listen to this podcast, of yeah. course, that you're right. doing cause I because I because Rachel's funny. David. Yes. Listen. Rachel's funny. Okay. Yes. Rachel is so damn funny. You're not helping yourself. I know. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Divorce Double Podcast. Try to laugh today. 116 coming to you from Colorado Springs, Colorado. And if you haven't laughed today, call me. I'll oh, yeah. You. Laugh. <laughs> laugh your ass off. All right, everybody. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.